The Dental Practice Fixers podcast is brought to you by the Meadow Center for Dental Practice Success. To find out how we can help increase the success of your practice, check out meadow.com or call us at 1-800-258-0060. What is perhaps the most important thing in the success of your dental practice? I'm talking about something that comes into play when you are um, speaking with a patient about treatment, when your front desk team is answering the phone, scheduling patients, when you're actually doing dental procedures, when the dentist and the clinical team are back there in the muck doing the procedures. Um, Every single thing you do in your dental practice, there's one word that has to apply to every single thing you do. And we'll get to that in a second on today's episode of The Dental Practice Fixers. I'm Dr. Richard Maddow. I'm your host today. It is so great to be here on The Dental Practice Fixers. Wow, wow, wow. Um, just, I've got a great story for you today. It's a little bit of a personal story, but it will absolutely apply to your dental practice. Speaking of a personal story, a few years ago, we were approached by this company. They were called Fat Merchant. Now they're called Stacks, and they wanted to prove to us that if we use them at the Matto Center for our credit card processing, we would save money every single month. Well, they analyzed our credit card statements and said, we can save you money. We said, why? How can you save us money? What is it, like 0.00001%? You're going to charge less? And they said, no, we don't charge a percentage. We just charge a flat monthly fee for our processing every single month. We made the switch. We continue to save tons of money every month. You should do the same. Just go to matto.com slash save. We've got a special deal just for dental people. You'll see it on there and you will be like hundreds or maybe even thousands of dental practices across the country who have switched to stacks by Fat Merchant. When they first approached us, that was a few years ago, they were called Fat Merchant. Now they are stacks by Fat Merchant because they've gotten so much better. They've really upped their offerings and they thought a name change would be a good idea. So check them out, madu.com slash save, S-A-V-E. Okay, well, a short time ago, I was in Chicago, one of my favorite cities. I was presenting my brand new talk called 10 Ways to Create a Memorable Patient Experience in Your Practice for a really, really great group, the American Academy of Implant Dentistry. It was an honor to be presenting there. And uh, I think everybody really liked the talk. Um, And by the way, I'd love to come to your association, your group, your study club, your convention, whatever it is, and do this talk or something else, anything you want me to talk about. Um, So drop me an email, rich, R-I-C-H, at matto.com. I promise I'll be easy to work with. I won't be a pain in the butt like most professional speakers. So um, I'd love to come to your town, to your group. Let's have a good time. Anyway, this was a great group. And I love going to Chicago. Absolutely one of my favorite cities. I hadn't been there since before the pandemic. So I made sure I got there early so I'd have time to do a nice long walk because when you're staying right in the center of Chicago, wow, what a great walking city. And it was a sunny, cold, crisp day, just perfect walking weather and I'm walking and I'm strolling, I'm walking through the loop and, you know, along the lake and here and there. And then finally I wind up on the mag mile, you know, Michigan Avenue, the magnificent mile where all those fancy stores are. I would never go into these stores. I'm intimidated. I wouldn't go into Armani, Gucci, Louis Vuitton, all these jewelry stores. No way. Um, But I'm walking along and I 
I kept having to pull my pants up and I noticed that my jeans really didn't fit well. They were a little bit loose. They didn't fit correctly. Now there's an old saying, I love this saying, and that is when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Have you ever heard that saying? Well, I think it's really true. Sometimes you can't learn or change until you're ready. So possibly that person has been there all along, but they just appeared in your consciousness. When the student is ready, the teacher will appear. And I really think that's true. Well, in this case, it was when the shopper is ready, the store will appear. Because as I'm there pulling up my jeans, <laughs> I walked right by the Levi store, the magnificent mile Michigan Avenue Levi store. And they had a big sidewalk sign outside that said, all jeans, 40% off. Boom. They are now speaking my language. So I walked right in. They had somebody in the front, kind of, I guess they rotated like the salespeople. And there was a, a nice young woman at the front. She she very kind of matter-of-factly, blandly, I would say, greeted me. Um, her name was Sarah. Now, she didn't tell me her name was Sarah. She didn't, she didn't introduce herself. I only learned her name was Sarah when a few minutes later, I was trying on some pants and couldn't find her. She pulled a disappearing act and one of her fellow salespeople said, oh, you must be looking for Sarah. So I guess she disappeared all the time. Anyway, so Sarah was my salesperson and we're walking through the store and um, I told her what kind of jeans I was looking for. And, you know, she, she suggested a few different styles. She did a decent enough job pulling a, a few pair off the shelf for me. But I was actually stunned at her complete lack of enthusiasm. She just had no enthusiasm. And, yes, that's the word that I was getting to earlier. Enthusiasm is so crucial in the dental practice. Everything we do, we need to be enthusiastic about. So we'll get to that a little bit more later. So let me tell you about this. I mean, just think, you know, there's a huge difference between handing somebody a pair of jeans when you're working in the store and saying, try these, as opposed to like, I don't know, like this is a new style and a brand new wash. It's really popular. I think this will look great on you. I mean, what a difference. Try these versus just being enthusiastic and hyping it up. So, um, you know, and then I came out of the dressing room and I thought the jeans looked really good. So she just looks at me and says, yeah, those fit. I mean, what if she would have said, wow, those look fantastic. They really fit great. Let me get you another pair of the same style and a different color. I just, you know, be enthusiastic. You know, those fit. Why not just say, wow, those really look great. Flatter me a little bit. I'm the customer, you know? And then, then the okay, so that was bad enough. So she was unenthusiastic pulling the jeans. She had positive news for me that they fit well and look good, but just conveyed it very blandly. And then the biggest mistake of all, I said to her something like, hey, since this is the Michigan Avenue flagship store, do you have any jeans here that they might not have at another store? And she said, and I kid you not, she said, well, we have our made and crafted line, but they're really expensive. And then she didn't even show them to me. It's like, are you serious? She doesn't know who I am. She doesn't know anything about me. She didn't know if I could or couldn't afford more expensive jeans. She doesn't know what my value system is. Maybe I, I was usually buying jeans at uh, Neiman Marcus and I was used to paying $300 a pair. I mean, she that's not true, but she didn't know that. Okay, granted, I looked a little bit like a schlepper. You know, I was wearing a sweatshirt and, and these pair of jeans that didn't fit, but it doesn't matter. You can't judge people. So I did leave there. I bought two pair of jeans. Total sale was about 120 bucks. I mean, that was, a, I guess, a decent sale for her, but geez, it could have been so much more. And what if the experience were really exceptional? She was so enthusiastic and did a great job and really made me feel special. I had a couple hours to kill the next day. I probably would have come back and bought more jeans or maybe a present for somebody or something for my wife. I mean, who the heck knows? Um, 
so she made a bunch of mistakes. It kind of reminded me of something that um, Betty Hayden, one of her fantastic, and I mean fantastic, Matter Center coaches always says. She says, selling is a transfer of enthusiasm. When we're enthusiastic about a product or a service, it's easier to talk about. And boy, is that true. You know, we hate to sell in dentistry. If you're just listening and not watching this on YouTube, I'm putting up air quotes here. We hate to sell. Selling is unnatural. It makes us feel like we're pitching used cars to people. But when we are truly, truly, truly enthusiastic about something and we transfer that enthusiasm to a patient, they want the best. They want to have great dentistry done when we do that. And, you know, Sarah's level of enthusiasm. Now, look, maybe she, you know, after working in the Levi store for a while, she it was tougher to get excited about a stupid pair of jeans. But you know what? Too bad, because think about it. I'm the customer. I'm the patient, whatever it is. Now, this was a cool experience for me going to the, the big flagship, magnificent Meyer Levi store. I was really excited to walk in there, believe it or not. It was kind of novel. And she should have made me feel that way. And, you know, it's the same thing with us. If you've been in dentistry for a while, it's, it's tough to get excited about, um, you know, doing another crown or scaling a root planning. It's kind of ordinary to us. Maybe it's a little ho-hum, but think about it from the patient's point of view. You know, this is a huge deal to them. They're nervous. They're worried. They're anxious. They don't know what to expect. But getting a crown is a big deal for a patient coming in. And they probably told people, oh, I got to go to the dentist to get a crown or a root canal or whatever. Again, it's routine to us, but it's not routine to them. And we need to act that way. We need to make it seem like it's a big deal because it is to them. We need to be enthusiastic that they said yes to this great treatment. And we're about to do it for them. And we're going to do a heck of a great job. Transfer that enthusiasm. And, you know, another thing, Sarah, she totally judged my values when she said the special made and crafted jeans were really expensive. I, 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 second I got back to my hotel room, of course, I looked online. They were 168 bucks. Yeah, that's a lot of money for a pair of jeans, but they were on sale. And besides, if they looked really good and they fit really great, I probably would have bought at least a pair of those, maybe a couple pair, but she assumed it was out of my range. I don't know if she judged me by the way that I looked, or maybe it was tough for them to sell those and they weren't very popular. I'm not sure what the story was, but it just made me, you know, kind of think of how often are we hesitant to present comprehensive treatment or high-end treatment to our patients because we just have made some kind of crazy focacta assumption that probably isn't true. And then even when we do present it and we talk about it, if we've made that assumption in our mind, we're hesitant. And that shows through. It shows through in our language, our body language, our wording, the way we look at them, all those things. And everybody can pick up on that. So look, here's another thing. I don't know anything about this. I've been talking about this Sarah person this whole podcast. I don't really know anything about her. Maybe she was having a really shitty day. I mean, who knows? Maybe um, I'll just make some stuff up. It's not fun. Maybe she had to put her dog to sleep that morning and then had to go to work. That's, you know, you'd have every right to be in a bad mood. Um, maybe she was a student who had to study for an exam, but somebody called in sick and they made her take this shift that she didn't really want to do. Maybe she was having some family issues, relationship issues. I don't know. I'm not judging. I'm not saying she's a bad person. I'm going to give her a break. And I feel we should be that way with all of our patients too. You know, we're always seeing our patients or many times we're seeing people at their worst. They don't want to be there. So let's give everybody a break and be ultra kind in every single circumstance. Give people the benefit of the doubt. But, but here's the thing, you know, no matter what was going on in Sarah's life, she was at work. It was her job to do it right. And she was probably on a commission and she blew this big sale that she could have had. 
I mean, it could have been a $500 sale if I had liked those fancy schmancy made and crafted jeans. If she had just played it right and been enthusiastic. So that's my story about jeans, dentistry, enthusiasm. Here's our quick summary. I'll call it the, the too long, didn't listen summary. Maybe you've been pushing fast forward. I hope not. Don't do that on my podcast. Here's a summary. Number one, be enthusiastic about dentistry. Transfer that enthusiasm to your patients. Number two, never, ever, ever make assumptions about what your patients want or what they're willing to pay for. I don't care how they're dressed. I don't care what their job is. I don't care what their education level is. Don't make assumptions. Let's do our best job for every single patient. Be kind. This is number three. Be nice. Give people a break. And we're really, you know, you got to remember we're often not seeing people at their best. So let's just give everybody a break and do our best for every single person and transfer that enthusiasm. I'm being enthusiastic right now. I love doing the Dental Practice Fixers podcast, but you know, let's face it, maybe um, there's a, a day when I'm not in a good mood and, and I have to record a podcast and I don't feel like doing it. I guarantee you, you cannot tell when you listen to Dental Practice Fixers because it is my job to come on here and be enthusiastic. And if I weren't doing my job right, nobody would listen to the podcast. And it's the same thing about us, whether you're a dentist, dental assistant, dental hygienist, dental front desk, business team, whatever you want to call it. It's our job to be enthusiastic and transfer that enthusiasm to our patients. So for our mystery shopper calls today, I did something, I think I've done this before. I think I did this a while ago. Um, and that is I just called an office or three offices in this case and said, I'm looking for a new dental office. Tell me about your practice. Now, look, this is a tough question. Maybe you're listening to this or watching it and you've been answering phones for 20 years and you've never been asked this question. It's not a common question, but it doesn't matter. I'm going to insist that you have a team meeting and come up with a great enthusiastic answer to this question. Tell me about your practice because you should be able to rattle this stuff off in a social situation, a professional situation. Um, you know, tell somebody how great the office is, how great the dentist is, how experienced he or she is, how they're gentle, how the results are fantastic, how people come out with big smiles, all this stuff, super, super positive. You really kind of like the elevator pitch I talked about a few weeks ago. You need to have this in your arsenal. Whether a patient ever says, tell me about your office or not, these are things that you should feel and know, and it'll help you transfer the enthusiasm. So, all right, let's go over to, to Command Central and play some mystery shopper calls. Let's just start with this one. Please hold while we connect your call. Answer it. Office, Stephanie speaking. Uh, hi, I'm looking for a, a new dentist office. I went to Aspen and didn't really like it very much. Can you tell me a bit about your office? Yes, of course. Well, we are located in. Um, mm -hmm. We normally have our hygienists Wednesdays and Sundays, and in the office it only works at one dentist. He specializes in endodontic cosmetology. I mean, not cosmetology, like cosmetic dentist, dentistry, mm -hmm. um, and that'll be it. And we're open Mondays through Thursdays, 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. And Fridays through 9 to 3, and we also work Sundays. Night oh, wow. That's a lot. Of, so one dentist works all those hours. Yeah, we do emergency. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sounds busy. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
Good. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. You're good. Oh, good, good. Good to know. Thank you. What are you interested in? Um, you know, I need a cleaning checkup. Are you interested up. in getting something done? Well, I know I need a cleaning and a okay, checkup okay. and, you know, that kind of stuff. So maybe some fillings. I don't know. Don't know. But I'm just, you know, trying to find oh. the right place for me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Oh, okay. No problem. All right. Thanks. All right. So just let me know if you are interested and you want to book an appointment with us. Um, where hygienist is here normally Wednesdays and Sundays. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, she's I'll, actually I will, very good. She's good. Oh, good, good, good. What what makes her yes. so good? People love her. She's very nice. She's very good at what she does. She she also works in an, like in another office, so she's very she's very good at what she does. Gotcha. She's in, Great. She has like more than fifteen years of experience. Yep. More than fifty years. Wow, that's a lot of that's a lot of teeth. 15, 15. Oh, 15. Okay, 15. I was going to say. <laughs> She'd be a little on the elderly side if she had a 15. Yeah, I'll be a lot of years. <laughs> well, good, good, good. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. No problem. Bye-bye. Right, bye. Oh, wow. Okay, that was almost three minutes long. I, and again, I love this when it starts with this calls recorder for quality assurance. You would just think that people would really be on top of their game knowing the calls recorded. And you know, they may be listening to this at a team meeting or an outside company is going to be um, evaluating this call. Wow, what would you think? I mean, I said, tell me about your office. I mean, she just very blandly goes into the location, the hours. I mean, it's stuff you need to know eventually, but boring, boring, boring. That doesn't differentiate your office for anyone else. Everybody has a location. Everybody has hours. Then she said we, he specializes, which is not true. So you really got to watch your words there because it sounds like there's a general dentist. She said he specializes in endodontics and cosmetology, which just cracked me up. I guess you can go there and get your, your nails done and your hair done. I don't know, but she did correct that. So that's cool. But uh, specialize is not true. Then she just said, well, we're good. What are you interested in? So she's continuing the conversation. I'll give her some credit. She's not letting me hang up. She's asking me what, I, what I'm interested in having done. Um, so then she said, we're good. We've got a hygienist. Um, but then just let me know if you want to come in. Let me know. I, oh, the hygienist works in another office too. Well, I want to, I want to go to that office. <laughs> I don't know. Again, she was certainly friendly enough, no enthusiasm, didn't really tell me anything about the office, except that the hygienist who works in another office also is good. And the dentist specializes in cosmetology. Um, then, but you know, she was almost, almost at the right place because she said, what are you interested in having done? Um, but then she didn't say, well, why don't you come on in? Not even a hint of that. Just let me hang up, boom, never to be heard from again. It's so discouraging week after week. No one's offering appointments. What's going on here? Let's go back to Command Central. Maybe the next call will do it. Dentist office. Yes, hi, can I help you? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you tell me a little bit about your office? Oh, uh, what about it you want to know? Um, I don't know, I'm looking for a new dentist. I'm just calling you know, some offices. I'm gonna find out about them. Oh, okay, Dr. the general practitioner. You can also Google him. There is some mm -hmm. information. Yeah. Okay. I guess that's just what mm -hmm. I'll do then. Thank you so much. Okay. You're okay. welcome. Bye. Bye. Click.
Okay, first of all, I think this got cut off, but she answers the phone, hello. She doesn't even answer like it's a dental office. Woo, that's just crazy. What is going on here? How can, how can you answer the phones? Hello, I just bizarre. Um, and then just, I don't know, if you want more information, go to Google. Perfect. Send me off the phone, onto Google, never to be heard again. That was the failure of failure of failure. So that one was really bad. I, I just wanted to play it to show you how bad some calls are. Now, look, I think it was probably pretty clear that English was not this woman's first language, but that had nothing to do with it. Uh, just in case you're thinking that or that I tried to set her up. No way, no way, no way, nothing. Her English was fine. Um, again, that wouldn't have certainly wouldn't have discouraged me or anyone else if she were enthusiastic and gave the right information. So that has absolutely nothing to do with it. Let's go to our third and final call for the day. Same question. Hi, yeah, I'm looking for a new dental office. Can you tell me a little bit about your office? Um, okay, are you in like New Jersey or? Yes, 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 I'm in New Jersey. Okay, do you have insurance? I do have insurance. I think it's called Delta Dental Insurance. Are you familiar with that? We are. Um, do you, is it a PPO or an HMO? I really don't know. Okay, um, just so you know that we are only in network with a PPO program. So if you have an HMO, you have to find a dentist that is in network in order to utilize the benefits. I don't think um, it's that. I, oh. I, think it, I think it's better than that, yeah. Oh, okay. I and mean, then, yeah, so just, just giving you a heads up, um, a PPO. Um, we are a general dentist, uh, uh, but however, we do do almost everything in the office. Um, we do cleanings, cavities, extractions, implants, bone grafts, extractions, uh, Root canals and crowns. Wow. Um, we do do everything. If we don't, if we, if, if Dr. Jeans is a little bit more difficult, then we do send you to a specialist. But for the most part, we can do complete everything from start to finish. Um, mm -hmm. It's pretty rare that, I mean, we do have select, I mean, Dr. does have um, people that he does work with in terms of specialists if we do have to refer you. And that we're always in contact uh, with each other to help our patients. Um, Let's see. We are not accepting new patients until next year, though. We're a little bit booked because it's towards the end of the year. So that's another little stipulation. Oh, wow. Um, do you have any okay. questions? Yeah. Yeah. We, unfortunately, we're kind of already booked. It's towards the end of the year. It kind of gets really, really busy. So as of right now, we have to kind of stop taking new patients until January. So it's not that far along. But at the moment, uh, November, December is pretty much almost booked up. Wow. Even for just a regular cleaning and checkup. Kind of, yeah. Well, I, I meant just for I meant for new patients, we kind of schedule you for about forty-five minutes to an hour because um, mm -hmm. we go over everything. Since we've never seen you before, we take X-rays if it, you haven't had them in a while, and we kind of go over medical history and stuff like that. It's just a little bit, you know. We 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 take our time just because you are we've never seen you before, so you know we kind try and get an overall feel of almost everything uh, to try and. I know, I know some, I mean, most people probably can be in and out in like 20 minutes for their first appointment, but you know, we just have to schedule it that way. That's all. Right. I understand. And at the first appointment, do you, is there a tooth cleaning done as well or not? Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. The first one would be just a full oral, uh, full, full exam. We go over your medical history and dental history that you'll pull out in the office. Um, if there's any concerns or anything like that, we go over them entirely. If, uh, if there's any concerns he needs to address, he'll address them with you at that appointment, and we do a cleaning. Okay, and that takes about 45 minutes? It's about, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, hey, I get the picture. It's too bad you can't see anyone for until January, but I, I really appreciate yeah. the thorough explanation. You're absolutely welcome. No problem. Sorry about that. Yeah, just towards the end That's of the cool. year, it gets crazy. I, <laughs> I understand. It's crazy everywhere, but thank you so much. Yeah.
You're welcome. Okay. Have a good one. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, Kavala, you got to be kidding me. Well, first of all, I love how she said at your first appointment, we really take our time. We do a medical history. We do a, a complete examination. We do x-rays, do a cleaning. It's a really, it's 45 minutes. Uh, but but normally we get you in and out in 20 minutes. Wow, this is a fast office, man. I wonder if they just clean every other tooth. I don't know, it seemed a little fast to me. Um, but okay, so I called. I said, tell me about your office. After establishing that I actually am in the same state as this office, the first thing she said was, do you have insurance? You've got to be kidding me. Tell me about your office. And the first thing she said was, do you have insurance? Well, that certainly told me a lot about their office. They're incredibly insurance driven. That's the first thing she says. Tell me about your office. Ah, totally. I and mean, then she goes in this whole spiel about how they keep everything in house and they don't like to refer to specialists, but they do refer to specialists sometimes, but we don't always refer to specialists. All this stuff, I really wasn't being sold on this office, so to speak. Now, she was nice. She actually had a somewhat enthusiastic tone since we're talking about enthusiasm today, but about all the wrong things. So she didn't do all those things too well, but she did keep me kind of interested in hanging on. And then, Instead of saying, let's get you on the on the schedule, she said, we're not seeing new patients. Well, BS, they are. They just don't have an appointment until January. Now, that's bad. Right now, it's the end of November. Not being able to see a new patient until January is bad. As most of you know, I love having dedicated new patient time on the schedule. But this is their office. That's the way they're running it. But she totally blew it there because she could have said, we'd love to see you as a new patient. Let's, let's get you on the schedule. Can you do Thursday? January, I don't even know what day of the week this is, but you know, can you do January 3rd at 2.30 p.m. or January 6th at 11 a.m.? I might not have even flinched. Shouldn't have to say they're not accepting new patients because they're so busy they can't see me till January. They are accepting new patients. They're just booked six weeks in advance. Again, not a good situation, but that's not what we're here to talk about. She should have gotten me on the books instead of said they're not. How do I feel when she says they're not accepting new patients? Bad. How would I felt if she had said, um, let's get you an appointment. Can you? Are you busy January 6th? Good. And then she could have said, and I'll tell you what, we're going to put you on our short call list. So if anything opens, if we have a change in the schedule before then, we'll call you to see if we can get you in sooner. Missed, missed, missed opportunity. So bam, three in a row. Couldn't tell about the practice. Didn't offer appointments. This is bad. But when I call your office, I know you're going to do much better because you listen to the dental practice fixers. And I'm your host, Dr. Richard Maddow, co-founder of the Maddow Center for Dental Practice Success. Hey, if you want to send me a question, you want me to call your office, whatever it is, send me an email, rich, R-I-C-H, at maddow.com. Check out Stacks so you can save every single month because they only charge a low flat monthly fee for credit card processing. That's maddow.com slash save. And I'd love to come to your town to do your meeting or study club. Just let me know rich at matter.com. Thanks so much for listening or watching The Fixers, and I will see you soon. Bye.